Welcome to Wingtorn. This story is about a young man with budding magical talent, a young woman who fears the power in her blood, and an emerging force threatening a tentative peace between humans and the Fae. This is a fantasy serial podcast, written and performed by Claire C. Marshall. Book One, Arrival. Chapter 12, Connor. The hand securing him wrapped around his neck. Connor concentrated on the place where his skin touched hers. Pain swirled in his gut. She was lying. Evil Fay, Galen muttered. You'd harm an innocent boy? He's no use to you. You're still talking, Reese said menacingly. Drop them. The men looked to Olivan's father. He was the highest-ranking Imperial Guard for several Selim. His grip on his sword tightened. Charge! Powerful wielders could disappear in a swirl of smoke. Clearly, she was not that skilled. Or she chose not to display that kind of power. Instead, she closed her eyes, and with a wave of her hand, she summoned the smoke from the sky and created a wall with it on the ground, obscuring them once more. Run, Rhys said urgently. She took his arm, and together they sprinted across the field. The Imperials nipped at their heels. The tree line was close. Beyond that was a mess of forests for about five Selim, where it cleared around Drohoven. If they were lucky, they would easily lose the Imperial Guards in there. Unless Connor left a trail. Don't think about it, Ree warned him as they ran. They catch us, they'll take my other wing, and they'll imprison you for helping me, regardless of what you tell them. The king will see to it that you are never free. Nothing from his gut. She was telling the truth. How do you know what I'm... The same way you can tell if I'm lying touch. She released him, showing her hands as they ran together into the tree line. No one knew about that special power he had, not even his parents. Now they would never know. He ducked under the tree branches and stumbled over roots in front of him as Ree navigated up the steep hill away from the field, deeper into the thick greenery. With each step, they were further and further from the scene of the crime, his parents' presumably charred remains, and any evidence of who killed his parents. His anger festered as he climbed. This was his chance. He climbed faster, Olivan's knife in hand. He deserved answers. Ree heard him behind her and sighed. Sorry about threatening you. I had to, else they would have given us equal punishment if we'd been captured. Better they think you innocent or more innocent than me. 
The people who killed your parents are still out there. She peered deeper into the darkness of the forest. We'll find them. It was too much to process. First, she helped him subdue the fire, but then she threatened to kill him. She was a duplicitous fay with dubious intentions. She wanted him away from his parents to make him her servant for her nefarious plans. He would rather die than not be in control of his actions. He held up Olivan's knife. His hand may be unsteady, but his desperation would make up for his physical strength. She wedged her flat shoe into the dirt, bracing herself like a tree ready to grow on the side of the hill. You don't have to threaten me. Is that a command? he demanded. A command? She looked confused, then afraid. I'm not your sovereign. Interesting choice of words. Mother, mother told me about your past. She didn't appear convinced. What did she say? You enchanted their friend, Finkel, and you killed my uncle, Brendan. She stared at him for a long moment, as if waiting for him to say more. There was nothing more. That was the whole truth. I didn't kill him, she said finally. Her voice wavered as she choked back a sob. The wind whipped through the trees. They had lost the Imperial Guards, for now. Their footfalls and shouting were long quieted by the oppressive overhanging boughs of the forest. I didn't kill him, nor did he die by Fingal's hand. The truth is always more complicated. I'm sorry about what happened to him. Why would my own mother lie to me? She was looking for someone to blame, Ree said. It's easy to blame the half-breed and the man who raised me. We have a bigger problem right now. You caught that unusual scent in the flames, didn't you? Slowly, Connor nodded, but he didn't dare lower his weapon. What was that? It was Fasash, a plant found almost exclusively on the archipelagos. Grind it up, it smells horrible, but like salt, it keeps food for longer and makes anything palatable for the refined fey palate. The fey originally hailed from a series of islands off the western coast, colloquially named the Archipelagos. Humans and fae had cohabited in major cities all over the continent for almost 40 years. Then the war happened, and after that, most fae had been forced into the west or back to the Archipelagos. Do you know who sent that is? I do, she replied, as if combating a bad taste in her mouth. The Fey Militia did this to your parents. The scent belongs to Rick Lardy Dianel. I, I didn't think that he had come all the way from Siogard on Saya. That's the biggest city on the archipelagos. Usually he sends smaller groups to hunt for me. Fingal, we've... She trailed off, absently rubbing her wrists the place where her scars marred her perfect skin. Ricklar came here to Ashdown. He and his men burned down your house, either because they believed I was inside, or 
to send a message. You're listening to Wingtorn. Today's episode is brought to you by The Violet Fox, a young adult fantasy novel by Claire C. Marshall. If you enjoy Cinderella stories with castle intrigue, magic, and a little bit of romance, visit thevioletfoxseries.com to read the first three chapters now. That's thevioletfoxseries.com. And now, Wingtorn continues. kind of message? Connor asked through gritted teeth. To spread hatred of half-breeds? Perhaps, she said slowly. As I said, he knows my power. He wants me with him or out of the way. Connor was tired of being lied to. He lowered the knife. There was one way to know the truth. Give me your hand. Slowly, she reached out and clasped his hand. Her palms were rougher than they appeared. He closed his eyes and concentrated. The earth beneath them hummed as the spirit mother responded to his request. Why did you come to Ashdown? He asked. Bingle told me to stay with your parents while he tracked down papers for us to enter the capital. She replied. I I failed to keep them safe from the Fae Militia. No pain. Only grief. It clouded his judgment. Did you kill my uncle? I wasn't the one who struck the final blow, but I was there. Maybe I... maybe I had a part. Maybe if only I had been more pure of heart. Connor wanted desperately to feel that twinge of pain he had felt with his mother. Yet she was telling the truth even if she wasn't giving him a straight answer. You, you didn't set fire in my home. No, of course not. Mother told you to go with me to the dressmaker. No, she locked me in the spare room. I climbed out the window. Leaving a way for the arsonists. I told you I shut the window with magic. The Fae Militia didn't need a way in. All they needed was a reason to attack. Still telling the truth, Connor's palms grew sweaty as his connection to the earth faltered. So this Ricklard D. Dianel, he's after you. He's the one responsible for my parents' death, he demanded, squeezing her hand and the knife hilt. He didn't know if he could bring himself to kill her. It wasn't his nature. Someone had to be held accountable for this. Someone had to pay. She took a deep breath. Yes. There was something else. A secret submerged beneath her yes. What aren't you telling me? He asked. Her lips trembled. She didn't want to say. 
yet he felt her desire to tell him, burning within her as it burned within him. He doesn't just hunt me because I'm powerful, because I'm half fae, Rhys said slowly. He hunts me because of whose fae blood runs in my veins. Well, whose is it? Rhi isn't really my name. It's a shortened form, she said. Mama called me Riona, short for her own name. Connor nearly dropped her hand. He'd come too far now. Queen Catriona is your mother? Next time on Wingtorn. In the past, Fingal receives an unusual visitor. No one listens to Riona. And Fingal learns a devastating truth. Thank you for listening to Wingtorn. This episode was written, performed, and produced by the author, Claire C. Marshall. If you want to learn more about my books, please visit wingtorn.com.